Happy Hour. Happy Hour starts now. Hey, I'm Dylan. I'm William. I'm Patrick. This is The Three Guys. And this is Happy Hour with The Three Guys. And if you're just now joining us and you're a brand new listener, what we do is we sit at the bar, we have a few drinks, and we talk about what we talk about at a bar. What do you talk about at a bar? That's what we're going to talk about at the bar. Bone collecting. That is not a typical conversation at the bar. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe not this bar. Uh, well, sometimes this bar, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, that, that's all we do. We sit and we chit-chat about uh, just random topics that you would talk about with your friendly neighborhood... Bone collector. <laughs> Jesus, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> I like how you've got to go to work in an hour and you're drinking again. I'm good. <laughs> okay. He doesn't want to go to work today, guys. place for the music to come in right there. <laughs> yeah. Um, if, if you are a repeat listener of ours, um, you will notice we've kind of changed things up for the intro. We want to see how that goes. And um, um, if you listen to, I, I don't know, man. It, it's so weird now. Yeah. Um, We're... <laughs> Occasionally we just go totally off script yeah, and throw yeah. a wrench I mean, in the gears. This, this is an actual radio, so they will, will not cut us off for silence, but uh, I'll have to go back and edit that, and I don't want to do that. Um, if you heard us last week, thanks. That's really all we're going to say. Uh, if you heard us the week before, anyway, uh, this week we're going to be back to normal, happy, jolly, drunk, and fun times. I'm drinking already. We've, yes. Um, can you, bartender, can you get me that Festina Pichet from the... For a friger cooler. I love the way you pronounce that one. Bartender? <laughs> oh, shit, I, that's not it. Bartender, get your shit together. I know it's been a while since we called upon your service. Grab me my bag of bones. What the hell, man? <laughs> I'll get it, bartender. Don't goddamn worry about it. Um, so, how's everybody doing? I'm uh, I'm working my way to doing well. I am Ask absolutely. Me about two more drinks. <laughs> I am absolutely capital. I want to preface this with uh, the fact that I've been. Oh, we're back at the Queen's English. <laughs> imbibing. He somehow spent the last three weeks in England. <laughs> um, we we actually had a few reviews today. Yeah. Um, wanted to give everybody an update on the CBC. We should have uh, videos going up starting Wednesday. Um, got all the audio and everything processed. I uh, have a leak in my cup. What is it? These cups. I these have been the worst ones ever. I haven't been great. No wonder they're so low. I'm pretty sure they are legit brand. Maybe not. These are off. <laughs> There's the reason. That just means I have to drink the beer faster. Yes. Um, but yeah, um, I was saying, we, we, we had some reviews today. Um, we actually reviewed Budweiser Freedom Reserve. We reviewed uh, Festina Pichet by Dogfish Head, which was actually our second review ever. And you can, whenever that gets posted, you Deep can see. Cut. Yeah. Whenever that gets posted, you can see how we have evolved since then. You know, um, if there is a single person who hears this that had any damn clue that before this was a podcast, we were just a web show, but before we were a web show, we were a blog. If you knew that at all, uh, email me at william at threeguysbeer.com so I can send you back an email that says you're a liar. Yeah. Um, get, a hold, get a hold of us at admin at threeguysbeer, Dylan at threeguysbeer, Patrick at threeguysbeer, William at threeguysbeer, and um, mention our deep cut. And um, if you send us a picture of the review of the original Festina Pichet, we'll send you a shirt. 
Oh. Oh. Said it right here first. I'm about to get me a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> we don't count. Present company excluded. We were Shit. there for the first one. Um, In the long, long ago when we were but children. What if I don't remember <laughs> it? <laughs> that still doesn't count because there's photographic does. evidence <laughs> you were there. Uh, your tattoo's in the picture. Oh, damn. Yeah. Different tattoo. Nope, exact same tattoo. <laughs> That's now underneath your Fitbit. Yeah, because it's such a good tattoo. I made a lot of money for it. Um, yep, yeah, I do that. I gotta start <laughs> checking my email now. Yeah. Um, so what's everybody into lately? We, we always like to start out with, with our our interests and hobbies and obsessions at the very beginning of the podcast. I'll, I'll go first. I'll go first because I, mine's interesting. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Now I, I've gotten it's into, kind of eclectic itself. Yeah, I've gotten into archery. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to send arrows downrange. I have a traditional recurve bow. I'm so jealous of you, by the way. Oh yeah, I really am. Oh, I'm it's so good. So fucking jealous. Um, really? Yeah, I, dude. Yes, I love archery. On day and one, and the fact you got a recurve over a compound makes oh, me absolutely. almost kind of not like you. <laughs> I got a. Uh, it's only. It's a. It's about a 62, 63 inch. Um, Recurve. Brag a little. It's got a <laughs> <laughs> <Call it> slab. <coughs> got. <coughs> oh, jeez, Rick! You always gonna burp like that. Um, it's got a forty-pound draw. Not too bad. Manageable for my. Yeah, well, I got a southern draw. My big ass. <laughs> you got a strong southern draw. <laughs> um, I lost one arrow already. Uh, bought a metal detector. So I, I mean, how long have that. you had it? Like a week. Like a week, and you've lost one. I think that's okay. You're yeah. you're, you're below par right now. I uh, I learned that I needed to find a way to to find my arrows once I miss. Uh, my day one grouping got so, your, so your, much better. Your though. archery habit turned into metal collecting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. No. The, the second day, I thought I could go outside. I got outside when it was still morning. It felt good outside. And, um, Which, with the temperature that it is around right here, here nowadays, south. you got to get up at about 3 a.m., so there's no damn wonder you <laughs> lost it. So, I, uh, the day before, I did about 50 or so arrows um, and got a decent grouping by the end of it. So the next day, I'm all pumped and everything. I go out there and I draw back on my bow, and my shoulder just screams at me like, Why are you doing this now? <laughs> um, apparently, you have to have a day of rest just like any other workout. So the when Sabbath? I, basically, yeah. Oh yeah. god, I, literally, <laughs> literally, literally. Um, so when yeah, I, well, 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 figuratively, fi- oh, <laughs> <laughs> metaphorically, Meta. <laughs> metaphysically. Um, so when I let my arrow fly, it sailed right the fuck over, and I lost it. Oh. So okay. I got more. <laughs> William, what are you into? Uh, I'm, I'm not into anything noteworthy of this podcast, to be honest with you. I've, I don't I, think you've talked about your beekeeping. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm still just a student of the uh, of the practice. I'm, uh, nobody here wants to hear about this, but I, I took a, I was actually privy to watch a really, really good uh, master beekeeping course online. I did not know that's where it was going. Yeah. I heard Master Buh and I got concerned. Yeah. Privy masturbation. Yeah, that's a dot com that we don't want to plug on this <laughs> no. podcast. Yeah, you're gonna have to enter an ID for that. One. Gotta, no, uh, yeah, I, I was lucky enough. This I got guys that masturbate with handfuls of bees. Oh no, my God! You're really, Mr. Tongue Peeler. That will make it bigger. You are really gonna have to make sure those are males whenever you <laughs> masturbate with them. Because if one of them's a female, that means they have a stinger, and this is not gonna turn out great. It's gonna get real big. Yeah. 
But uh, no, yeah, I got to uh, I got to watch a really really good master beekeeping course online. Still, I heard it again. I know, right? Yeah, now, now you can't help but hear Master Bay. So fucking immature. I'm sorry. We're yeah, twelve. We're all yeah. we're young at heart. We're old as balls, but we're young at heart. Uh, other than that, uh, I was I was lucky enough that for Father's Day, my uh, wife and son bought me two of my worst addictions, mm. which was uh, a, another pound of Death Wish coffee that, yeah, I'll plug the fuck out of for free on this one. Ooh. Good stuff. And they uh, got me a Skyrim SE for my Xbox One, so now I'm... So now Skyrim uh, is on eight, nine different platforms? Coming, no, coming, no, coming no, soon to no. your, your local microphone? Coming soon to your taillights. <laughs> No, uh, Skyrim. So that your person that's about to rear injury can play, right? Yeah, really. Skyrim is still only available on six <laughs> until the TI eighty plus programming is finished. Oh, so I'm close. waiting for Commodore sixty four myself. Amigo, yeah. uh, that's actually going to be DLC. Uh, you can actually, makes sense you know, nowadays. You can download it to your iPhone, and then you get a free Commodore sixty four version. But no, uh, yeah, Skyrim SE for my Xbox One. So now I cannot pull myself away from it again. <laughs> What what kind of character are you playing right now? Uh, I am man. I'm one of those pathetic. I can't believe I've been laid in life gamers. When it comes to <laughs> RPGs, so I always have two. I always have two characters. Oh yeah, me one too. One of them is the purest, the good guy who's the Captain America, good for the sake of being good character. And then the other one is a complete cunt and never going to go yes. to the Cloud District. What whatever is the worst choice he can make is what he makes. Because I think we all have that. Except yep. whenever I do it, I don't have two different characters. I have the same character with different saves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I, I kind of like to do it at the same time, and then like I'll load the other save, and then do the right choice, then load the other save. And I like to kind of do it as I go. See, yeah, and you know, I used to, um, you know, I used to play like a kind of good guy mostly, um, and then my ex-wife would play uh, this evil, evil like thieving wizard. Thundercunt. Um, and that it, it, might have been a warning sign. It, you know, at this point, I realize it was. Yeah. Uh, no, I actually... Yo, Thundercunt. <laughs> but I may create a, a wood elf character named Thundercunt <laughs> on yes. this one now. No, um, I, I got into the uh, Elder Scrolls... Yeah, I, I got into the Elder Scrolls series in number three, Morrowind, their first console game. Oh, yeah. And uh, the first character I ever created was a Nord. And so now... Uh, like with a lot of video games, that's kind of that's the one I have to make now in every one. But it wasn't till post Oblivion, it was a uh, Skyrim, the first edition, where I thought, you know what, I really want to know what happens if I'm just a prick this whole game. <laughs> and so uh, I created a secondary character, Breton, who's an asshole. Who uh, yeah, it's pretty much everything my first character wouldn't do, he does. Yeah. And uh, I kid you not, every time I play through the two of them. The asshole always turns out to be a stronger character. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He just he wrecks everything, and it's like he makes all the worst decisions. But apparently, <laughs> being a selfish, uh, narcissistic, sadistic prick is the key to winning everything. So <laughs> like, you heard it here, like the presidency. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> kind of related. Um, I was playing Dishonored. Is that Dishonored? Dishonored? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I can't remember if it's got the ED on the end, but yeah. Dishon- Dishonored. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, when it first came out, I played it because I thought the trailers looked amazing. And I tried so hard to be good. And I got to a, a about midway in the game, had a pivotal thing to happen. Thought I was making the best decisions, only killed people by accident. And it was only like two people. Mm-hmm. Anyway, got to this particular point. You put hours into that game. A lot of time. A lot of time. But 
I mean, if, if I failed and killed somebody I didn't have to or whatever, I would go back to the previous save. And, I mean, lots of time mm-hmm. in it. Well, I got to about midway, and the little girl looked at me with concern. And that, that, that's how you know that you weren't making the right choices. And I stopped fucking playing because I felt <laughs> so pissed that I had made all the correct choices and she still hated me. And I don't, I think it was fear or something like that. She was a little afraid of me. I'm fucking helping you! <laughs> anyway, so well, I mean, I, I, and I, I've got them both. I've got the one and two, and I, I haven't picked it up since that happened. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, still Bethesda. They're they're really good at giving you like these moral options. Mm-hmm. And uh, as you go, I, especially in Skyrim, it's always like, well, you know, you could do this, but yeah. if you want to, you know, this is shit. But don't you <laughs> kind of want to do this one? <laughs> I miss the options from Fallout Three, where you could use. Um, your different skills, whether it be uh, lie or uh, influence or charisma, you don't really get to do that quite as much in, in the, the sequel. So hopefully, you, you've with, got to play Skyrim before I six need comes to. Out. I really need to because that's the uh, heavy Fallout influences there. Yeah. yeah, you'll you can persuade or intimidate, and that really does kind of alter some things. Yeah, uh, yeah as far I, as your I, I've got to play Skyrim. I have I haven't played it once. Since that game has been released, you know you can play that on your refrigerator now. I I don't have a smart (laughs) fridge, but I know I can play it on my old Timex watch. You yeah, the graphics bad, still whole games there. You know, black and white, but it's still three D. Yep. Yeah, you'll have to play it before six comes out in like I don't know five seven years. Yeah, on the next gen systems. Yeah. Yeah. Twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. We're um. Yeah. Twenty twenty. Stroke. We're ha- we're uh, <laughs> what year is this man? <laughs> Let me preface this by saying preface. that we are very close to 2020 actually, and that's kind of crazy. Yeah, we- yeah. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for reminding me how old I've gotten. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I work with people born in uh, in 2000. Yeah, and that's always weird. They're they're able to work now legally. I, I can sell tobacco to people born in 2000, and that really messes me up. Off. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to it. Jeezy Pete. Similarly, it bothers me whenever, like, the draft, I mean, you know, like, NFL draft, NBA draft, you're getting 18, 20-year-old people in the draft now? Yeah. Wow, and I'm 15 years older than some of these people. Uh, mm-hmm. If you want something to really fuck you up, and this happens to me a lot, <clears throat> some of the best albums of our lifetime came out in around 1997, but we'll narrow it down to just that year, 1997. Some of the albums we still listen to can name you what the videos had in them because we watched the debut. We can name every song off of that particular album. I can sell alcohol to people born in that year. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Born, born. Bringing down the horse could legally buy beer now. Mm-hmm. Nine Shells Closer has been able to buy beer for a little while now, yeah. and that freaks me out, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we, we're also reaching that age now where I've heard a lot of the music. I really remember, like, the debut video for it is coming on an oldie station. Yeah. And I'm I'm struggling with that. Here we go. We have an oldie from Nirvana way back in time here in 1993. That was a long time ago. Yep. Uh, dude, I'm still so fucked up. When people say 20 years ago, I think the 80s. Yeah, <laughs> I do that too. Yeah. Like you can't. Yeah, I, I don't know why. I just my brain does not connect. That no, wait, 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 wait. That's still, no. We were in middle school. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. 
Um, you young sons of bitches don't know. <laughs> Over the past week, I've actually become obsessed with motorcycles. Oh, yeah! Yeah. Um, I will be pissed off if you get a bike before I do. I'm going to get one in about a year. It, it's, it's going to be a while. And I, I want to go about it the right way. And I, I want to get... I mean, obviously, I want to get some stuff around here paid off. And um, once I do yeah. that... Um, I already know which one I'm going to get. I, I, I want to go about it the right way and, and take the safety classes because I don't want to end up on somebody's windshield splattered like a bug. Oh, but, yeah. Um, yeah. You're going to be a big-ass bug. It's going to be a dent. <laughs> it's going to be a mighty splatter. You're going to have to pick me up with a sponge. Oh, Jesus but, um, Christ. Be brave, ride hard, die with no teeth. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, and actually it, it's interesting because my wife was so against it. I, and this, this was an obsession that happened. I don't. I, I don't know. I don't. I cannot explain how it happened. But um, I was just like, damn, it would be really cool to just hop on a bike and ride to the Pacific. Yeah. And I think it'd be cool just to not not worry about the four lanes. Just just ride the back roads, go to the Pacific, look at everything. I think it'd be really cool. Maybe you, even you've been fucking with my bucket list. <laughs> maybe even take a tent, strap it to the side, and mm-hmm. just just pitch a tent there on the side of the road. Hopefully not to get shot like people are doing now. Man, this country. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> um, but yeah, just just ride to the Pacific, check everything out. And my wife was like, no! Well, a couple days ago, we went to a motorcycle shop, and they had the bike that I have picked out. And um, when I go into something, I research for a long time. So, yep. I mean, I'm looking 24-7 researching this, so this is the one I know that I want. And um, I saw it. And she's like, we don't need it. Let's go. I sat on it. And she's like, after we left, we, we got in the car. And she goes, you know, that's not too bad. <laughs> you know why? Because her panties about dropped. That's what happened. <laughs> that's exactly what happened in that situation. That's, that's the um, effect. Yeah. But no, I, I, I just, I'm obsessed with it. And I, I don't know why. Um, so, but I, I, I love it. That's, that's actually been one of my things is um, <clears throat> about... 10, 12 years ago, uh, back when I had the, the the real long goatee and I had the long hair, <clears throat> I actually hung out with a, uh, a couple of different bikers who worked at one of the jobs I have. And just hanging around them all the time, there was this kind of common joke amongst uh, myself and them, especially when we'd go, to, uh, go out to a couple taverns together. They always referred to me as a biker without a bike. <laughs> and it... It kind of, it set into my head, one of these days, I have to get one. And that was one of the things on my bucket list, is whenever I finally get one, what's, you know, that <clears throat> that unattainable goal of, you know, my debts are paid off, I have some spare time, I have a, some uh, you know, spare funds. Yep. I just want to pick out, like, a random Tuesday, hop on that bitch, point it west, and stop when I hit an ocean. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, you know, I've kind of had the same feeling. Um... I don't. I don't really want a traditional kind of style bike. Okay, there's two types of bikes that I actually want. One is um, I, I, I'm more the crotch rocket type. I, I want something that's like you know. I'm shocked. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm joking. You know, it, it actually <laughs> uh, you you. I could talk about this for an hour because I mean, just like when I started brewing or lock picking, which I was going to talk about after the motorcycle. Yeah. Uh, whenever I get into something, I have got to know everything about it. So now I know well, you got standard bikes, sport bikes, super sport bikes, cruisers, choppers. You got all these different kinds of styles. And the most commonly suggested bike to start with is a standard bike. 
Standards mm-hmm. kind of look like a mix of a dirt bike and a sport bike. Yeah, low CC. Just I hate them. I hate <laughs> the way they look. They just don't look good. Yeah. So my compromise was a Kawasaki Vulcan S, which has got a Ninja 650 engine in it, which is from a standard sport bike, um, but it looks kind of kind of like a cruiser, but not really biker Harley mm. cruiser type. And, I mean, you, you said something about you you biker before a biker. Yeah. I want nothing of the biker. I'm, I'm doing fucking finger quotes right now. I want nothing of the biker environment. I don't want to be in that culture. I right. love I don't, that look. I don't want leather. I, I, don't, I, 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 want, I want the, the thick jackets and everything for safety, but I got no intent. I don't want to go to the biker bars. I don't, I, the only thing I want is the bike. I want none of the rest of the culture. And I, that's not saying that culture's bad because I know a lot of biker groups that, that do really good yeah. things for charity. So, I mean, that, that's great. I just, like, you, you, think, you think biker and leather, usually Harley is, is what yeah. a lot of people think. And I, a lot of people in that, that culture, I didn't really... I don't know. I just don't like some of the things that that they represent. So, um, well, okay. Since you threw out yours, I'll throw out mine. Yeah, yeah. Whenever I finally get a chance, which <laughs> actually we need to probably let Patrick go since he's the one that said he wanted crotch a, rocket. a crotch rocket. So let's let him get into his, and then we'll we'll bring it back. Okay. Um, yeah. So I basically want to do the same. I thing. I cut you off for so long. Oh, so I hope you can just pick it back up. Oh, that's totally fine. Totally fine. <laughs> I uh, I kind of want to do the same thing where I want to travel. Um, I love the idea of driving to the ocean. I love the idea of driving across states on something active. You know, a car I feel gets boring. A motorcycle I feel would would be active enough that you know you're exposed. Yeah, yeah, you'll enjoy it. Yeah, you absorb it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to go it's about the same route. It's a lot more route. mentally exhausting mm-hmm. too, because you're yeah. not just in a car driving. Yeah. I mean, you're you're having to focus. You got to focus on your environment. You got to focus on grass clippings in the road. You got to focus mm-hmm. on people that want to pull out in front of you. Yeah. So there's a lot you got to you got to. If those on. clouds look like rain, that's a whole different category. Yeah. 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 My uh, my ex-wife was very very against me uh, ever getting a bike. Uh, she's for it now. Uh, surprisingly <laughs> enough. Um, <laughs> you should get a really fast one. Yeah, that would suck. <laughs> you look so much better with that helmet on. Well, geez, aw. Do you think that one goes over two hundred? You should get that one. Ah, <laughs> oh, geez, babe. I didn't know you still cared. This is so sweet of you. Um, you know, there's there's little things you have to consider. You know, patches of gravel, potholes are a bigger deal. Uh, even something as simple as oh, this person cut their grass and it's on the road. Yep. Um, you have to uh, the center line. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of things you have to pay attention to uh, on a bike. Um, I have a friend that her and her husband actually uh, race bikes on. You know, they, every now and then they go to uh, their local track and they go race and stuff. She posted a video one time of her going off the track and like doing a <laughs> doing a heckin' good tumble and um, heckin' good. <laughs> I was like, geez, that looks like I must have hurt. And she's like, no, no, it wasn't so bad. I'm <laughs> just like, oh, okay. Just got flung off your bike, off the off the track. But <laughs> no, not so bad. I really, I, I love going fast. I like a big engine and everything. Mm. I love fast cars. But I really, that's not really what I'm into the bike for. I, I don't, I mean, I, I know that I'm at a higher risk just being on a motorcycle, I'm at a higher risk period, but I know that 
wanting that speed puts me at a higher risk. So I just I just want to cruise. I just yeah. and um, we we get back into the types that we're supposed to start with and then whatever cruisers are made to cruise around town for short bursts all uh, standard bikes crotch rockets and whatnot they put you up higher they have your legs tucked under you they're more comfortable for longer journeys but i don't know i just every time i look i, I cannot find a standard that i think looks as good as the vulcan s mm-hmm. so i mean that's that's what i'm that's what i'm obsessed See, with my thing is, yeah. I, when it comes to a bike uh speed is not it's not even in a factor no no i i romanticize the idea of <clears throat> being on a long stretch of road nothing keeping me from the wind and the mm-hmm. sun and the mm-hmm. fact that i'm just i'm literally exposed to it all uh, unfortunately, now I've cut all my hair off, but I used to love the idea of being able to just hop on a bike and feel that wind just whip my hair. And that's it. I don't want to go 100 miles an hour. I just want to just feel it all. Yeah. Yeah, and not only that, but I can also prevent all the 3,000 knots it would tie yeah. in my hair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, uh, honestly, is if it comes to me, and like I said, maybe I'm cliche and all that, I, just, I love the looks of them. Either a uh, Harley Davidson Roadster or a Softail. Mm. I, I love I mean, those they're, looks. They're good looking. Um, sure. I just and again, they're not the, they're not the bikes where you're going to go 200 miles right. an hour. <laughs> they're the ones you're literally going to sit and absorb that trip you're on. I love that. I just I, I've looked I've looked at Suzuki's, Kawasaki's, Hondas, Yamahas, um, Harley's, Triumph, um, a couple others, and everyone. It just I always come back to that that Vulcan S it just it, it's it, it's it's not really it's a cruiser technically but it doesn't look like the typical cruiser it's still got a little bit of a sportiness in there so that's that's really see I like that that metal bulky look I, I see like that, that that doesn't get me at all <clears throat> just like if I, I think I think that's what I like so much about the Vulcan S is it's not that that chromed out yeah. metal shiny I, I like that stuff I like it on vehicles but I want like flat black, um, quiet. Uh, that that's the big thing. The Vulcan S sounds almost like a small four wheeler. Uh, it's it's a very it's a it's a large engine, but the, the the exhaust system it makes it quiet. See, I've never been big on those really loud bikes yeah. either. Like uh, a good friend of mine, he has a, a Harley Softail, but he put the Screaming Eagle intake on there. Mm-mm. Man, that I don't see how that doesn't burst his eardrums. Exactly. I'm not yeah. big on that. But uh, I will say one, though, and, and it is a super cliche biker bike, and I can't afford There's no way I'll ever afford it, but if somebody would give me one, I'd take in a heartbeat, <laughs> an original Indian. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yes. Oh, yeah. And nothing screams like motorcycle club more yeah. than an old school Indian. But, man, if I could get one. The really cool thing about it is, um, and I actually, I stopped in at a dealer that had a 2016 version of the Vulcan S, which they haven't really changed. 2015 was the first year, and they've had 15, 16, 17, and 18. Um, But 2016, it was brand new, never ridden. Nobody wanted it. It was just there. So the brand new version is almost $9,000. This one was $6,000. Took me a lot to not say, you know what, let's just finance that son of a bitch right up. That's $100 a month. Yeah. I, I didn't. Uh, I, I'm a little smarter than All that. All the dangers of having good credit. Exactly. <laughs> but, um, I mean, it, it, you can get a bike. Harleys, you, you paying for a Harley yeah, now. You, so you're, you you're paying more for that. You can get them in the 7000 range. 
But um, but what the really cool thing about it, it's not like a, a car where you kind of have to sell this thing before you can move to the next one. You can't just kind of get fickle. But you can find a used... It's pretty. He, he's showing me a picture of it. Yeah. It's, it's really pretty. That's why I looked at that one. Um, but with a bike, you can get a used one, couple years old, 10,000 miles on them. You can get those for... Especially, like... The, the Kawasaki that I want and the crotch rocket that Patrick wants, you can get those in, I mean, a couple grand. I mean, they, they get really cheap. So, yeah. I mean, you could almost, I don't want to say disposable, but you can go, like, you can get it, and if you don't like it, sell it, get a get half your money back for it, and go get something else. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you're not really locked in there, so you don't have to get super... Super picky about what you get, and and I mean a lot of people recommend a 250 engine, uh, starting with a smaller standard with a 250 engine and moving up because you're going to outgrow it. But yeah. they're so almost I don't want to say economical because you're still spending money you're never going to get back. But um, <laughs> they're they're so cheap that it's almost worth starting small and working your way up. So I mean yeah that's that that's my main obsession right now. My other obsession is actually lock picking. And uh, I like it too. I got, I got, I got no input it. on this one. Um, no, I just I love lockpicking. I don't know why, but uh, I, I've actually spent way too much money on lockpicks. Um, started and with locks. a starting with started with a forty dollars set from Sparrows. Um, ended up ordering um, top of the keyway tension wrenches, which added about twenty bucks to that. Clubs. Added, um, <laughs> and we're not we're not counting locks yet either. Um, then I added um, six individual hook picks. Um, then all the locks. Every time I go to Walmart, I got to look at the locks. See if they got something new. It's five to twelve dollars each. Oh yeah. Um, and the more expensive locks are the better locks. So you do that. And then I'm now I've got a vice. Like if you go to YouTube and look up lock pickers, they always have a vice. I know why now because your hand cramps. So yeah. I've, I've got I've got a little bitty. It's called a KIK kick cylinder, and um, it's really hard to hold. So I have a I have a vice for it now. Guess you could say we both have vices. Oh God! <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Uh, so yeah, that that's my obsessions. Um, but what we're going to do right now is we're going to move into the two-minute beer review. We're at the 30-minute mark. It's a great time to do it. And what this one is going to be is Fuck Art, Let's Dance on Plums. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, is that the uh, same one that's Fuck Art, This is Adverti- or fuck same, Advertising, This is Art? Same guys. That fuck, fuck Art, This is Art. A- fuck Advertising, fuck, fuck. This is Art. No, it was Fuck Art, This is Advertising. Anyway, um, they, they do have a, a lot of beer that is... Uh, we're both scanning yeah, the archives we're, we're right looking, now. We're looking at the wall. Anyway, um, while you search, I'm going to describe. Uh, fuck art. Brewed and bottled by... He, he took it. I, t- I don't know how to pronounce that. You are correct. Fuck art. This yep. is advertising. Fuck uh, The same guys that made fuck art. This is advertising. This is a Belgian beer, and it's brewed and bottled by T-O-O-L. T O. It's and it's it's an accented O. Swippity swipe. So it it's two O or something like that. Two O. It's um, by Tool. At De Prof Brewerage, which Brewerage is brewery. 
Um, well, Christy, it's, it's a two-minute review, okay? It's 8.3% um, ABV, and it's a Belgian beer with plums aged on red wine barrels. So let's let's review it. Wow, your cup runneth way more over than the rest of ours. Well, I didn't plan for this to be the yeah. one, but it's the one now. Okay. So here we go. Oh, All sure. right, so as everybody does, gives a good huff, a deep, Face into the cup mentality here. It has a nice sugary smell, yeah, I think. It, it smells like a dark fruit, but I, I probably couldn't pick out plums. This is like, uh, you get, what's that, what are those called, Fig Newtons? And you break it open to smell that. That's exactly what this smells like. Wow, that's interesting. It's, um... I got it on my nose. Just don't do it like the uh, orange arita <laughs> that I did. Um, if you've ever had a Belgian beer, it's very... Very yeasty and very heavy and clovey. It's still that, but the fruit aspect of it is amazing. It, it almost cuts that that potency down in half, and you get that sweetness after. Um, mm. Yeah, I, I think I could pick out plums in that with after tasting mm -hmm. it, because um, those plums cut that so well. That's that's really good. That's a thumbs up from Dylan. This is legit Fig Newton beer. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, think Fig Newton and take a sip. All right, talk. It's okay. So this is like Fig Newtons to me. It's got that that kind of that high sugary crystallized sweetness that like a Fig Newton does. Um, a little bit of breadiness in it to kind of balance it out. I mean, this is honestly to me, this is like biting into a Fig Newton. It's just I can see it. Yeah, it misses all the sweetness though. Not all. I hate Fig Newtons. Yeah, me too. So. Mm. I like him I'm, all right. I'm old, but I'm not that old. <laughs> um, He's not... Are you old enough to like the circus peanuts? Oh, fuck those things. I like peanuts. Uh, no, the, circus the, peanuts. The circus peanut candies. Oh, the big marshmallowy no. things. I'll never... I'll, no, I won't, I'll have a motorcycle by then. I'll never make it that old. No, fuck those things. That are the orange slices. Those candy. are wor... Oh, God, I hate the orange yep. candy things. They're terrible. Yes. Maybe when I'm 90, maybe. I saw so many of those to senior citizens. My favorite old people candy is Werther's. Like, you can't go wrong with Werther's. No, that's, that's good, though. Yeah, exactly. So I like, didn't used to like them, peanuts? but as I've aged, I've, I've, I've never... When I was a kid, I hated Werther's original. They were always in the candy bowl at my granddad's house. But uh, I've, I've come to kind of like them. Circus peanuts and the orange slices. That seems to be the old person Actual treat. peanuts. Yeah. yeah, I'm down for oh, yeah, that. Peanuts. But no, the I candy ones, no. no. What? Huh? What? <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, what's your reviews? You're not a big Belgian guy, will you? I'm, I'm not a huge Belgian guy, no. I'm, I'm actually sitting here trying to maximize my uh, time here and let you guys Max talk. Maximum effort. To me, it's like... Fig Newton. It's like <laughs> something that your granny's made. Okay, okay, okay. You live in the 1500s and your granny's like, I made just something good for you. For you. And you're like, oh, what you make for my granny? And she's like, you live in the 1500s in Ireland, by the way. Oh, I made that is for a you. Tough time to Bogor. live in Ireland. <laughs> I made you a sweet treat, my dear. And a and sweet like, treat? your <laughs> granny was a prostitute. Are in we are we, Ireland. are we cosplaying right <laughs> now? <laughs> oh, granny, this tastes so sweet. This this tastes like like fruit has been. <laughs> Let's be careful. So you live in 1500s Island. <laughs> your grandmother's a prostitute, but somehow you're an English cognate. Okay, this is good. This is yeah. Let's keep going. It's, it's good stuff. We're writing a fucking video game as we talk. Okay, go ahead. This will help you cough. Let me go fire up the Unity engine. We'll get this. And you have tuberculosis. Okay. 
you know, like that. <laughs> You're not old school unless you've got the yellow fever, okay? Well, consumption, that's where it's at. <laughs> so, I gave it a thumbs up. Dylan, thumbs up. I give this the biggest thumbs up I've ever given a sweet, delicious... <laughs> a sweet... A sweet, delicious a, beer. A sweet Belgian beer from a brewer we can't pronounce of this ABV... Uh, with plums in it. With all the, the plums. thumbs up. It's got the plums in it. It's a very specific thumbs up. Plums in the alcohol. I, I, I like this one. I really yeah. do. I, I, dis- I, I don't have enough time to tell you why I like yeah. it or what it is about it. But just an absolute snap reflex. It's either a super, super high meh or it is definitely a thumbs up on the lower <laughs> end of the spectrum. So I'm going to go with thumbs up just because I'm in a good mood right now. So we're going to say, yeah, thumbs up for me. Three thumbs up. All yeah. right. All right. So, okay. Wait, wait. Imagine you're on, like, a magical journey, okay? And you're We're going... Still a video game. You're going, you're going, like, oh, there's woods and fields and prairies and shit. Okay, and then, like, oh, there's evil witch. What is she going to seduce you with? And she pulls out, like, these little candies. Ooh, I have... Let's... Fuck out, let's dance on plums. And you're like, ooh, I don't know if I should have those. My mother always told me those were My bad. My mother? I don't and then, know what's happening. I'm not sure. And then she's like, oh, no, but fuck out, let's dance on plums. Is, oh, the best treat you've ever had. We've got to start filming our podcast. Yeah. So then so then you eat it. I think it. for every 100 reviews on iTunes we get, we should do a uh, video podcast to show the, the chaos that happens behind the mic. And so later on, a dragon, okay, a okay. dragon is going to say, smell? dragon says, like, mm, what is that I smell on your breath, little one? I watched Jurassic and Park say, yesterday. Does that count? Oh, uh, me gentle sir, it's fuck up, let's dance on blooms. And, mm, I thought it I've was. I've never seen a one-man play before, but this is turning out okay. I will spare you. So not only do you, not only you're a cognitive tuberculosis patient, but you're also like a youth, He's like a Kinseyan youth. Okay, literally, literally Benedict Cumberbatch over here. <laughs> okay, all right, uh, 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 a Dickensian, ugliest, hottest guy ever over here to my right. <laughs> a Dickensian tuberculosis patient youth in 1500 <laughs> Ireland with a prostitute grandmother. Okay, go ahead. Of cognitive descent. I'm afraid I don't have any left. Mr. Dragon. And then, <laughs> do we need to know what the dragon does if there is none to give? He eats them. Okay. <laughs> he and they lived happily him. ever after. That's, that's the end. It's, it's, and scene. It's, one, it's a really dark story. What can I say? What the hell? <laughs> Sorry, bartender. <laughs> somebody somebody re-wet his rag, please. <laughs> this, this is why I don't know how we don't get kicked out. Right here. <laughs> Because we pay him lots of money. All right, so... We're going to do a quick tidbit into the main event of the podcast. Um, And this is just out of pure annoyance from me, but it pisses me off when I see someone take a picture or have a picture taken of them where they're flipping the camera off. Mm. I hate that so much. Why? I've been that guy. Sorry. I never have. I, I only just... hate it when they flip off wrong, okay? Like, I don't know how to describe it. This is how you flip off right, okay? You make a fist and you stick your, your, your middle finger up and your thumb is along the same line as your fist, okay? Now, I think I think the bird with the thumb out is very dramatic of a flip. Well, see, I find that lazy because most of the time people don't clench anything. They're just like... Uh, you know, they're, uh, 
See, I, I think it's harder to put the thumb out because I mean, if you're if you're if you got the thumb behind the hand, you're holding everything down. But with the thumb out, you're, now now I'm doing that shit you were doing earlier, but inadvertently. <laughs> anyway, I mean? it's a it just, thing now. It just pisses me off so much to see it in the picture. Uh, like why? Why the fuck are you doing that? You're not being rebellious. I'm flipping you. I was. Stop it. I was when I did it. <laughs> Against what? And here's the thing, though. Against photos? The, the, the photo I can think of. and uh, Fuck your Kodak! Yes. Uh, the, the photo <laughs> I can think of, ironically, you ready to tie this shit all together? Okay, so wait, you did it once. That was your rebellious period. The one I can it. think of. Okay. It's okay. a little Off too... Off the top of my head. Here's it's a little too ironic. If you're ready to wrap this think? shit all into one <laughs> Let's package. Let's do it. Let's do it. I was at a bike show oh, at a biker bar with my friends. I'm, I'm, I'm talking fucking flame uh, button-up t-shirt and everything, <laughs> bandana on. Flaming leather I, biker I, bar. Myself, there. And, uh, myself and one of my they friends. They called it the pile driver. <laughs> I thought Only that, the nickname. I thought that was vodka and prune juice. Pile driver. And only if you don't Ooh. have a condom. Okay. So uh, I was at a bike show at a biker bar, myself and all my friends. Yeah. Uh, ironically, the same ones who said, you're a biker without a bike. Mm. It's myself and one of my buddies in front of a row of the bikes to be judged. One of them popped up to take a picture, and immediately the only thing I think of was throw the bird at the camera <laughs> in front of the bicycles. Because I'm sitting here looking at all bike. You know, I'm a badass in front of the motorcycles. Throw the bird. But mm. I throw a bird thumb halfway out middle knuckles up that's my thing oh, oh so you, i you hate had, that you had the tension yeah. oh no see yeah because like oh, I, I i need that effort to let you know this is on fucking purpose and, yeah so mm. i mean that's You're that guy i'm that guy in front of motorcycles we have a formal announcement with the three guys we're looking for a new left seat <laughs> over here <laughs> Right seat if you watch the videos. Yeah. I, I never knew that bicyclists were so intense. <laughs> the fuck? He's not going to work. No, I'm going to work. You're going to work? No, I'm not drunk. This is the day he gets fired. <laughs> it's all... It's all... I can't wait for that text. They let me go, dude. <laughs> I'm not. As soon as I go in, I'm going to eat a popsicle. <laughs> that, and it'll be that, that'll cover it all. You'll be like, I'm sorry. <laughs> so, no. Um, Paint shop I just, colors I, I just, are going to be way the fuck off tonight. I saw, I saw a picture the other day. You are green. And this is kind of green. I don't understand that, but mm-hmm. uh, that that was supposed to be just a small thing. The mm-hmm. the main event for this podcast, we're actually going to talk about podcasts that we listen to and uh, podcasts we enjoy. Dun, 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 dun. Do you ever listen to podcasts? Nope. You don't, you don't listen to podcasts? I sure don't. Okay. I know you listen to a lot I of podcasts. I listen to a shit ton. Yeah. I got so used to not having good enough internet to listen to podcasts that I just don't listen to them. Well, I have some... Uh, podcasts that you might find interesting. Um, obviously, I'm, I'm big into beer podcasts. Um, well, I like that's, that. That's, that's that's my main thing. Um, Experimental Brewing is a podcast. Basic Brewing, which is kind of a Mormon beer home brewing podcast. It's not really Mormon, <laughs> uh, but it, it's it's like unless you is that your way of saying tame. It's very tame. Okay, uh, unless you really like beer. You're gonna find it boring as fuck. Like there's, there's no fancy sound effects or music. It just it starts in and it sounds like NPR radio, man. So you got to be in <clears throat> if you want to hear about beer. That's the it, and Brewlosophy. I like the Brewlosophy podcast a little bit. They get really heavy in the advertising, which gets kind of annoying. But the one that I think will be interesting to everyone listening to us, there's a podcast called Ear Hustle. 
and um, it's a podcast. Uh, it, it's it's produced by not these people, but um, the the people that are in the podcast are actually convicts, and um, it, it's 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 recorded from obviously within the the jail, the penitentiary. But I mean, these are people that are in here for for really severe things. And they, they talk about what it's like to live behind bars every day for decades. It's a really, really cool podcast. It's called Ear Hustle, so check it out. You know what song that just got stuck in my head? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. No, what? Well, what? What it's like to be. Everlast? Yeah, that's it. I couldn't remember. <laughs> what it's like by Everlast. Off of Waddy Ford Sings the Blues, might I add? I don't understand how that, that coincided, but... I don't remember. I use it. Well, you know, you said prison. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, that's what, what it's like. He didn't record that in prison, so. Well, he should have. The acoustics would have been whoo, off the charts. This is America. Uh, okay. <laughs> Again, though, uh, Waddy Ford sings the blues. That that, that plays that was, to that, that plays to my uh, opinion that the greatest albums. Were with uh, within give or take four years in 1997, okay. 1998. I like the music because I'm old, so I don't yeah. disagree. Uh, all right. Any other podcasts? That's that. That's well, the the long night by Wolverine. Well, the the long night starring Wolverine. It's a Wolverine podcast by yeah. Marvel, and it's really cool. Um, but it's on Stitcher, Stitcher that you got to pay for. So yeah, I, I got it for the free trial, and I listened to it all, and. Uh, Actually, I used a gift card that had like a penny on it, so that's that's the credit information that I had on there. So I got to listen to it all before they cut me off. I've actually thought about cashing in one of the uh, free month trials <laughs> mm-hmm. for uh, Stitcher Premium, but I'm waiting because I want to cash it in and then download the whole damn library while it's free. <laughs> well, you won't be able to download it. You just save it to your favorites and you'll be able to listen to it, but then when they cut you off. But yeah, you could, you can get the free trial and listen to it all. Yeah, it, It's all up there now. It's over. But yeah, it was a really, oh, really good. Yeah. yeah. It's really good podcast. All done? Yeah. Then Yeah, I'm about to use my free code, and so I can listen to the whole thing. I'll binge listen to that one. I it remember really a podcast good. I like. Okay. S-Town. It was... Um, the silence is deafening. <laughs> that was... Oh, man, it's an NPR thing. It's like, oh, this is blah, 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 something weather. Uh, S-Town from... Okay, so there was this great podcast called S-Town. Um... We're waiting on you. It was uh, it was about a guy. It was like, oh, some bad shit's going on down here. And the reporter guy was like, oh, man, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll get down there, man. And then, like, so he gets down there, but he thought he started talking to the guy. feeling this is going off the rails. Yeah. And then, like, the guy's like, like, well, maybe this stuff wasn't so bad, but maybe it kind of is. You check it out, and the guy's like, oh, I'm, I'm an investigative journalist, and things aren't so bad, but you're a very interesting character. And then things go on. And it's just like, oh my god, so like this whole town and it's politics and this dude, it's like, it's crazy. This guy was like one of those people that you're like, oh, you're really interesting, man. I don't know what the fuck we're talking about. I don't know what's happening. Sue, you want to know about some of my podcasts? Go ahead. All right, yeah. Uh, Some of the ones I listen to, uh, uh, two right off the bat that I really, I have to give props to. And if you're listening to this one... Uh, I think both of these are going to be right up your alley. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but the two podcasts that really got me into podcasts, uh, the first one I want to talk about 
is the one that we'd kicked around podcasting for a while on right. the show. And the one that got me into the idea of, yeah, we should do this, is uh, Time Suck with Dan Cummings. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's, it's fantastic. I, I love Dan Cummings' comedy. It's, <laughs> it gets kind of dark from time to time, but it's amazingly irreverent. Uh, actually, really, really intelligent guy. Um, he covers a wide range of topics, and for a comedian, goes really in depth with uh, research on different ones. A lot of historic facts. They go dark a lot of the times. It's a lot of serial killers and things like that. But uh, yeah, uh, the time suck with Dan Cummings, fantastic. The other one was uh, "Hello from the Magic Tavern." Uh, yeah, yeah, Arnie Niekamp and uh, his company uh, now part of the Earwolf Podcast Network. Mine bounce from topic to topic, whereas like Time Suck is very topical, very in depth on one subject per to- uh, podcast. Hello from the Magic Tavern is this comedy fantasy podcast that has nothing to do with the real world. Yeah. It's it's all based upon uh, the main character Arnie Niekamp fell through a magical porter magic porter Woo! he drinks I like, I like that porter okay. no, he fell porter. through a magical portal behind a Burger King in Chicago to yeah. the magical fantastical land of Foon and it's a weekly podcast Foon 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 okay Foon a magical world that was created by the three goddesses Foo Oo and Oon <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, but they have this. If you're like an RPG fan or a Dungeons and Dragons fan, you'll love it. It's this completely like snarky look at the D and D world mm-hmm. uh, from a podcast. It's uh, a weekly podcast from that magical world. They they have an entire catalog of magical guests, quote unquote, which are usually great improv actors or famous actors. Uh, Michael Ian Black has been on it. And a bunch of others. Uh, yeah, if you can, uh, if you get a chance to listen to it, like I said, if you're kind of that fantasy RPG fan, you'll love it. Uh, as uh, other than that one, apart from uh, the Happy Hour with three guys, which I love, it's a good one. It's a good one. It happens to be on all of our lists. Yeah, uh, a couple of the other uh, lore is a good podcast I like that talks about a lot of the superman supernatural kind of mm-hmm. spooky. Uh, it tingles that same funny bone in you as uh, hearing ghost stories when you're a kid. Yeah. Uh, I also really like uh, Armchair Expert with Dak Shepard. And uh, it's really just because I, oh. lo- I love the guests he has. I on. like Dak Shepard. I like his yeah. wife. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kristen Bell? Yeah. yeah. She was his first guest. Fitting. They yeah. did that from the couch. Uh, uh, no, the, the garage above their... Uh, no, the attic above the garage, I think. Because uh, like, I can't get to the attic, but it, we're in the it, garage. So. In the first episode, for like five minutes, I argue about the fact that how close the toilet is to where they're recording, with no <laughs> no curtain between them. But uh, no armchair expert with Dax Shepherds. I mean, unless they're drinking like us, that's not a concern for them. No, mm. no, they're all sober, which is weird. But yeah, like uh, he has <laughs> it's always like, weird to be yeah, sober. He has Ashton Kutcher and uh, Seth Green, a bunch of other people I find interesting are on yeah. there. And uh, just recently, I started listening to uh, Boogeyman. With uh, Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone, just because I'm a huge fan of Kyle Kinane's comedy, and uh, it it's uh, him and one of his comedy buddies just doing a podcast like ours, where they sit around and have a few drinks and kind of talk about what the fuck ever. And, yeah, that's that's exactly what ours. And is. I thought, you know what? It sounds like ours. I'll listen to theirs, and uh, yeah, it's, I love it. Yeah. It's because 
uh, there's a, a good dose of his comedy and like I said talking about the supernatural and kind of how you both believe in it and at the same time your logical brain says this is horseshit you yeah. know it to, to kind of translate what Patrick was talking about with S-Town um, here's, here's the premise for S-Town John despises his Alabama town and decides to do something about it. Mm. He asks a reporter to investigate the son of a wealthy family who's allegedly been bragging that he got away with murder. Yeah. That's not part of it. But then someone else ends up dead, sparking a nasty feud, a hunt for hidden treasure, and an unearthing of the myster- mysteries of one man's <laughs> life. So that's S-Town. I've never listened to it, but it actually sounds pretty good. It's so amazing. Yeah. One of the best things I've ever um, listened to. Uh, the the podcast that I listen to, I really don't. I don't know the ones that, other than Wolverine. I don't listen to every one of them. I I look at the description and see if I want to listen to it, especially for Basic Brewing. Uh, some of those things I don't really like. Like okay, let's say they do an extract show. I don't brew extract anymore, so that's really kind of lost on me. I'm, yeah. I, I, so I don't listen to every episode of every podcast that I subscribe to. Um. Yeah, that's yeah. That's 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 what I got. That's what it's like. Everybody. Um. <clears throat> so I yeah. Know what it's like. S Town's a really good, uh, really good one. It's it's kind of like um, an episodic story more than anything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, it feels very documentary like. Um, oh, can we talk about? Um, oh my God! It wasn't a podcast, but it it was it was a weekly. Um, Oh shit! Go ahead. I'm gonna keep looking. Yes. Go. Uh, hey. Um, <laughs> yeah. So S Town, uh, it's a true story. Uh, everyone in it is a real person. No one's played by actors, um, and it's it will at a couple points choke you up and make you really like you know yeah say oh oh and you know. Like One, that, I guess I'm a big fan of like like Wolverine, um, but uh, like like the, like you said, the storytelling podcast. It, I think it brings us back to the mentality of War of the Worlds, where mm-hmm. you where you had uh, the the invading aliens and and that that in reality sent people that that was War of the Worlds was a radio show. Um, Oh shit! I can't think of the guy. Um, Orson Welles. Orson Welles. Um, basically, th- there was a weekly radio show. For anybody who does not know what um, what what that particular night was, um, but uh, th- there was a weekly radio show, and it was it could have been dancing or it could have been just uh, kind of chit chatting like we are. But it was a talk radio show. Uh, back in the 30s or 40s, I believe. 30s. 30s. Yeah. And it was it was way back. And they decided one night to have a performance, a uh, radio performance. And um, they they had a, a radio play, um, and aliens were invading from outer space. Because they would break it up with what seemed like real news breaks. That's exactly the thing. It, it started out... 1938, by the way. It, it started out... Uh, like an actual, like the regularly scheduled yeah. program, and then it cut in, like breaking news. Yes. 
And, well, we have a, a meteor has just landed in this field outside of such and such. And then they went back to the actual scheduled program. Then they cut back in with such and such reporter was at, at the site, at the field. And then they went back to the thing. Then they cut back to the reporter and something was coming out of the ship. Yeah. So people were freaking the fuck out. Yeah. About, and this is legit. People were freaking out about this. So... Um, I, I don't know. I, I'm a really big fan of War of the Worlds, um, Orson Welles. I'm a really big fan of that. And I've actually got the entire uh, audio clip saved um, of the entire concept. But I, I think that's why I like the performance pieces so much. Uh, and one of my favorites, I'm a big Halo video game fan, um, but whenever Halo 5, before it came out, they were doing something called Hunt the Truth. And mm-hmm. it actually it stars Keegan-Michael Key as the... yeah. Yeah, really? it, it, it stars him as the head reporter, but it, it's it's basically it's it's from the point of view of a reporter who's trying to figure out exactly what happened to Master Chief and what Oni is doing to cover things up, and like it's 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 super in depth. I made him listen to it a few times, mm-hmm. uh, but it's it's really really cool, and you can listen to it for free on SoundCloud. Um, but that's probably my favorite. Uh, that that's one to definitely check out if you're into video games and whatnot. On the note, show. though, of World uh, War of the Worlds, um, there were back in 1938 when that first aired. Uh, keep in mind, this is like I said, it was October 30th when this came out, right before Halloween. Orson orchestrated. Yeah, that it was so, around Halloween. Yeah, yeah, it was so well. October 30th, 1938. He orchestrated it so well. That people legitimately checked themselves into hospitals, <laughs> believing that they had inhaled Martian alien gas. <laughs> and uh, I don't know how true this is. This may just be, you know, uh, folklore that's built around it. Uh, maybe this would be a good future episode for Lore of the Podcast. And check it out; it's great. <clears throat> but <clears throat> I have heard it said that the police actually went to the radio station. And arrested Orson Welles <laughs> for public menace and nuisance. Wow. But agreed to him that they would drop his charges if they would go on and admit that this was a production. That the actual police department that arrested him said, look, we'll let you go on this, but you have to let people know this isn't real. Which is why the end of the broadcast, uh, again, according to folklore... The, the end of the broadcast was uh, supposed to be like static because the, the station <laughs> got attacked. Right. But so the story goes, the reason why the, the, the broadcast ends with, remember, if somebody knocks on your door and there's no one there, it wasn't an alien. It's Halloween. Is Orson reading that to keep from being prosecuted? <laughs> Is they actually took him back to the studio to let people know this was just a show. Well, because in 1938, it scared people that yeah, bad. Yeah, it, it, it legitimately scared people a lot. And I've listened to it because you, you do. You have the whole file. Yeah. And it, it, it's done so well. I actually, I think that um, after I got it, I, I'd had it for years, but I think we sat listening to it all night. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's, it's, a, it's an hour and a half, two hours long. And I believe we sat there drinking, listening to nothing but audio. In your dad's old house. Yeah. 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 I think we used to listen to that. We did. Yeah. And yeah, it's done so because the pace is so slow mm-hmm. yeah. that I can see back before there was CNN or Fox mm-hmm. or you know 24 hours constantly, before there was iPhone updates, 
when all you had was the radio and then you had to wait for maybe the newspaper in two days. Yeah. That would scare the shit out of me, too. That yeah. was done so well. You know what, folks? We're at an hour. We're going to cut it off. But I'll tell you what we're going to do. Next week, we're going to talk about what creeps us out. I think, I think this is a good segue into yeah. paranormal things, what creeps us out, um, things that we may have experienced in our lives um, to, to make us freak out, whatever. Um, so I think that's what we're going to do next week. Tune in. You're oh, get yeah, to I, I can think of one right now. So. Yeah. Shedding yeah. your tongue skin. We're not going to shed. We're, we're not, no. not going to shed me. Yeah, I think next week that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, um, do you, before we go, do you have a random tidbit of the week? I don't. You don't? I don't. Okay. No. I don't either. <laughs> oh, good. Okay. So. The, the whole Orson Welles thing, that, that's the tidbit, yeah. the entire thing. Yeah. The random tidbit is that in the 30s, Orson Welles creeped out an entire community because he made everyone believe that aliens were invading from outer space. Down near a whole country, really. It was it was everybody within listening distance of that radio station. I, I, you know what? I'll say this one, and I don't know if it's true, so I don't know if it's a random tidbit. Again, there's so much folklore that surrounds the big things yeah. in our history. I have heard it said... That uh, the town, I think it was somewhere in Iowa, was, it was supposedly where the meteor landed from the news report. I think so. I, I've heard it said that not an hour before they went on air, Orson Welles actually threw a dart over his back <laughs> at a map to see where the meteor landed. <laughs> now, I, I, I don't know if that's true at all. Right. That could be complete make-believe, but it has it has merged itself with the story of the world, uh, War of the Worlds. Yeah. I heard that literally he didn't have a good place for it, so he just threw a dart, and wherever it landed was where the original, quote, meteor had landed. It went in a small town in Iowa. Yeah. And he thought it was so beautiful, that was where yeah. he was going to make it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all about it. All about it, about it. Folks, I have been Dylan. Yes, he has, but I am William. <laughs> I think I'm Patrick. <laughs> And if you have any questions or comments, if you want to lend something to our show, please get in touch with us at Dylan at threeguysbeer.com, Patrick at threeguysbeer.com, or William at threeguysbeer.com. Keep in mind, that is T-H-R-E-E, the word, not the number. Please check us out, Three Guys Network, on Facebook and YouTube. Look us up at Three Guys Beer on YouTube. Uh, no, I'm sorry, on Twitter and Instagram. Mm. We're all the time posting something. We love to hear from you guys, and we really love to interact with you. I think that's all for this and, week. Uh, and yeah, well, yeah. Send your PMs to to, to Big Butts Hotmail dot com. Uh, not that. Let's one. Not yeah, that's not that at all. But thank you guys so much for listening. I think happy hour is over, and that's all, folks. That's all for happy hour. <laughs> That's all for happy hour. Happy hour's over. Personally, the world of the world scared the piss out of me. To drink a beer 